it is, ladies and gents. Aha! International business. Hell Today, yeah. we get to talk to an expert who's rocking it there. So let's just jump into this from one end of the world to the other. Here we go. Thank you for listening to the... Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Bros. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got him on here dropping some heat. James, yeah, do your yeah, thing, yeah. boy. All right, all you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, as always, a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz, schedule your time, and don't forget to follow us on our, our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody. We're so excited and honored to bring another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Marketing can be tricky when you want to place ads in other countries. You may write an awesome ad in English, but your carefully chosen words might get lost in translation en route to the world and wind up falling flat. Today's guest is helping business owners grow globally by breaking the language barrier that separates you from the international market. With a highly professional translation service proficient in more than 100 languages, you have the partner you need to help you conquer new markets, engage international customers in their own language, and increase your revenue as you transition your business to a global platform. If you're ready to grow and get noticed around the world, tune in to see how our guest can help. Joining us today from TTC, we translate, author of Good Business in Any Language and host of the Conquer New Markets podcast. Welcome to the show, Levin Yildiz Gorin. <laughs> And as usual, James dropping the heat. Thank you, my brother. I got you. I got you. Y'all have fun. What do you think, Levent? You're like three minutes into the show. Uh, I'm sure you've been on stages. I'm sure you've been on podcasts. What do you think so far? Amazing. Amazing. I've never been introduced like that. And yes, I'm already hyped up and ready to go. I mean, I love this. All right, man, let's do this. Uh, I'm going to ask you this very first question. Uh, this yeah. is always near and dear. Simon Sinek, Simon Sinek always asks, why are you doing this? Because I want to know. I want to know, too. Why are you doing this? Why did you get into this business space? I love, I love connecting cultures and, and overcoming language barriers. And I love the sense of uh, achievement when some of our customers achieve their results in another country because they use our translations. It could be a brochure website and they come back and say, that was great. You know, I'm glad we use your services. And, you know, that's, that's, that, that's everything that we, you could ask for, really. Well, I really commend you because you're literally on an English-speaking podcast, right? And I'll, I'll be honest, my very first language was Spanish. But... I'm right. the, I, I know because of my own experience, if I don't use it, I lose it. 
my Spanish is nowhere near what it was when I was a younger kid. I can still communicate, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. not my primary. And I know there are a lot of people who are hesitant to communicate in another language because it's not fluent. What do you say to people like that? Well, I say, don't think twice about it because you're very, you're very correct on that. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, making mistakes is possible. It's okay. We are all human. So really use your language. And, and it is so fun. It's so, so, such a, such a great thing to connecting somebody with a different language other than English. So my suggestion is go for it. Don't, don't worry about making mistakes because we are sometimes too cautious, too aware of ourselves, and that can actually stop us. You know, the self-limiting beliefs? Are, yeah, are you let's, saying let's we're doing it to ourselves? Are, are we doing it to ourselves? We're the barrier? Very true. It's, it's the self-limiting beliefs that, that stop us achieving our full potential. So let's not get into that trap. All right, let's talk about what it is you do. What do you do? So how do you help people get from, I have no idea how to communicate uh, or grow my business globally to now they're successful? The customers, typically they could be a manufacturing customer. It could be a service uh, creating business, financial services, publishers, designers. And when they have a product or service that, that is well established and comes a point that they can't sell anymore in their home market. The market can be saturated. It can be that their products doing so well, it's, they come to a saturation point, point or the competition could be too high in their home market. Expanding to a new export market is the best way to grow the business. Can you believe that Apple's shares gone up so much when they said they are going to China? And yeah. Same company, because they said they were going to China, their shares gone up. And it's the same effect for any size of business. So coming from, you know, all we have is English materials, English documents. How can we adapt them for, for, for the market we are intending? China, Japan, Germany, or you, any of the European countries or Middle East. This is where we come into play. That is localization. Because... Um, Getting, you know, getting your English documents in a way that is underst understandable by the target audience, making sure that all nuances are, are adapted. So translating something word by word doesn't make any sense. And, and the bad translation, people spot it a mile away. So the adaptation that is so that the target audience, your target customers can connect with the product or the service without thinking that this has been written by somebody else. So that is, that is what, what we do in essence. So that connection, that connection is so vitally important. Um, and it's funny because to me, marketing is nothing more than, can I make you feel something? Right, like uh, the the way we do our show, we want to make sure the guest or whoever's listening is having a good time. That they're listening, that they're smiling, that they're they're like, yeah, dude, that was a great song, or that yeah, was a great yeah, intro, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Right, we want to have that emotion. 
Uh, it reminds me of, uh, you know, we're big Marvel nerds. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, the, you know, that scene where Captain America ha- grabs a hold of Mjolnir, you know, uh, Thor's hammer, right? And the entire audience screams and you can feel the goosebumps. <laughs> like that, yeah, I think, yeah. is the translation that we're really looking for. Yes, the words are important. The graphs and the terminology yeah, is important. Yeah, yeah. But can we transfer that energy to uh, to a new demographic, a new world? Because let's face it. You know, no matter where you're at, there's 7.8 billion people on the planet. That's a lot of fish to go after. Absolutely. And and everyone is on internet. The the world population, over 50% of the world also is connected. So there's a great opportunity. Is it easy? Is it like a piece of cake? It's not. Mm-hmm. But the rewards are so high that it is worth going through the uh, the, the initial barriers. And um I mean, there's no secret secret formula. The the it is hard work, but hard work it is working together with a a good localization provider. The company has to have a mindset because if the if if a business just imagine a business executive thinking that you know we're selling this product in our country is good enough for, for our consumers, it'll be good enough in any country. This sort of mindset doesn't work because mm-hmm. every country every culture is different a, a color that could be understood differently in one country can be favored in another like you know you know everyone knows tripadvisor tripadvisor's uh, symbol is owl owl is a symbol of wisdom in the west in far east in the asian culture it is not connected to wisdom it's more connected to that or that sort of dark stuff. Yeah, we so, don't want that message. <laughs> you know, you know, so so the mindset is the most important thing for a business executive before they they are considering expanding into a new export market. Once they develop that mindset and that their team is behind them, then all they need is a, a good localization partner who will get their message to the target audience by by using the right colors, right words, adapting their brochures and content into that language. So it's easy, but it's not easy at the same time if there are barriers within the company. You know, um, it's all about respecting uh, and also accepting that there are cultures that is likely to be too, likely to be different from from our from that our own culture. Oh yeah, I mean, and everybody has their. It reminds me of a Chevy Nova, right? Uh, in the U.S., the Chevy Nova was a very popular vehicle, but in Spanish, the word no, Nova means Nova. It doesn't go anywhere, right? And you don't want to name your car; <laughs> yeah. it doesn't go anywhere. You're yeah, buying yeah, a lemon, yeah, yeah. right? So that cultural difference is is huge. Well, let's talk about how do you get customers? What's your customer acquisition like? <laughs> it's mostly by word of mouth. The, the, our company has been going for, well, actually, this is our 30th year. So it is mostly word of mouth. So, so we love our customers. Our customers love us, and they recommend us to other, other, other connections they have. Um, but we just don't want to rely on our, on, on our customers. We want to expand our network. And, and it's about the reason... The main reason that I've written my book is to 
share the experience and the information that we gathered together working with hundreds of companies over 30 years. And, and that's the intention of the book, to spread the message and help as many companies as possible. So let's talk about those guys, right? So helping as many customers as possible. I always want to know about what's your ideal client look like? In other words, there are a bunch of... Uh... I'm looking for qualities beyond the physical. Other than the physical ones, right? So other than, than you know, the demographics, what does an ideal customer look like for you? Ideal customer is, is a company that they have a team for business development. And they say, we want to grow our company. We genuinely want to expand into new export markets. And they have a, they have a, a, a mindset that enables them to come together and and they don't and they still need help they they still need support but they have developed that mindset and they have allocated a budget whatever that size of their budget may be but they've already made some planning including allocating a budget saying that we want to reach to customers in this uh, market or in this region what can we do? Is it achievable? What is it that we, we need to do? Once there's this sort of collaboration, then it is so much easier uh, to, 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 to get results. I mean, Apple gets 58% of their income outside the USA. And there's no coincidence. It's all planned. And you walk into an Apple shop in Korea, you walk into an Apple shop in Turkey or Germany or UK, you get the same feeling, same atmosphere, same service. And, and this is not coincidence. This is all planned. It's executed to fine detail. And every Apple employee in every country gets the same training, same support, and same, same mindset. And this enables them to grow their business so successfully. It's, you know, when we look at large Corporations, we say, well, they are large. That's why they can do it. Well, reason, re, the real reason is they've grown large because of right. that mindset that enabled them to grow exponentially into all these countries. As you're describing that, um, to me, I, I'm, I'm picturing a franchise, right? I'm picturing, you know, every Apple store you walk into is the same. Every McDonald's you walk into looks the same around the world. Every uh, KFC or whatever it is, they all have a specific way or a brand about them. So when we're yeah. discussing your ideal client, um, it's not a startup. These, this, the client that you're looking for is somebody who already has a process in place, maybe has a couple locations uh, that is systematically working to be the same in each one. Am I, am I hearing you correctly? Is that kind of the ideal client? Well, yes. I mean, that, that's, in an ideal world, that will be our ideal client. But most companies, small to medium-sized enterprises, are not there straight away. That's, mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine as well. You know, we, we will work with a client with the right mindset. What I meant by, by, by the budget, because there's a, an element of um, investment. I mean, Apple does the same training, same support, same localization. Everything that, is, that you see in, in the States, 
you see the same thing in other languages in those countries. So these are all expenses. And um, so, you know, company or business executive or the team needs to be ready to make that investment. So for our ideal client has to have the a, a right mindset, budget allocated, and the, of course, a product ready to be deployed. Because for, I mean, I say startups, I mean, there, there are startups that gone global. Mm-hmm. I call them in my book, you know, startups born global. And there are mm-hmm. very good examples of that. But again, it's designed. So like, um, I mean, I love drones, you know, I, I try to learn flying drones. And the one, the famous one is Mavic. They, um, I think the, the, the parent company is DRI drones. And they have been, you know, they, they born global. They now have almost, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 90% of the drone market or something that close to that number. And, but when you look at their strategy from almost year one, they went to all, all countries and they have, you know, uh, uh, offices in, in many countries, all their um, uh, documentation is translated and localized into other countries. And as a result, they have such a big uh, market share. Yeah. And again, I mean, when you're describing the drones, I'm just remembering almost anything that I buy that requires any sort of assembly or any sort of instruction. That instruction booklet is not just in English. It is in multiple different languages. Right. I mean, it's 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 laid out so that it doesn't matter who buys it, what culture you're in you're going to have a set of instructions to get you from, I just opened the box to now I'm flying my drone and having a good time with it. Right. Yeah. 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 And can you imagine, you know, having a a mistake in that, in that manual, you know, flying an object that is uh, some, some of these objects are like drones are half a kilogram or, or more than that. Can you imagine that thing, you know, flown uh, uh, wrongly because of a, uh, mistranslation in that uh, you know that could be a disaster you know so yes, it could. getting it right is so important all right well uh, let's talk about the uh, the problems you solve you wrote a book uh you're helping to solve problems so hey we've got a problem here what problems are you solving <laughs> well i've been working with you know dozens of companies over 30 years and and also we have very good examples of Come, you know, large brands going global. I've noticed that the ones that are successful in international trade are applying a methodology. Hmm. So, so when they approach going global, going to a, a, another country uh, or multiple countries, they have a system in place. And and I re- once I realized that, then it was easy for me to see the mistakes many companies are doing. Mm. And small or large, unfortunately, this is taking place even, even today. What I mean by mistakes? Thinking that um, we have such a great product, there's no need to do any modifications. Mm. If it is good enough for our home, home consumers, it will be good enough for anyone. And and not doing enough market research, thinking that, well, yeah, it'll sell like, 
you know, piece of cake because it's so, so great. And or or sometimes um, thinking that, well, anyone, everyone speaks English. So why, why do we need another language? You know, the world speaks English. Actually, it's only 27% of internet population speaks English. That's an American the, thing, they, Levant. Like that, that we think the world revolves around us, right? Like we think that English <laughs> is the way, the US is the way. We're such a small percentage of the global population. I don't think I don't think people quite realize how tiny we're influential, yes, right? But it yeah, doesn't mean yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. a large portion of the population. You're 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 absolutely right there. Because yes, you know, 27 and up or 27% speak of internet population speak English and and a lot of people do understand English okay but when it comes to making purchasing decisions guess what people want information in their in their mother tongues in their yeah. native languages and there are four times is proven by many surveys it's proven that people are four times more likely to to take that action to purchase something if they get the if they get the information if they understand the information all right and i totally agree understanding that information is is vitally important like how do you get from i just acquired a customer get them through the entire uh customer journey and give them a satisfied and an exceptional service so i guess that brings the next question How do people work with you? What's the process like if they're interested in working with you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for asking. And by the way, I love the way you structure this. It's, it's, it's really great. <laughs> Glad you <laughs> it's, really, it's really great. I, I love this. And well, the I mean, everything has to be transparent because um, you know we do great service. We know this. We're passionate about it. But if a customer, potential customer, doesn't know anything about us. They have no idea. So we can't just assume that they will know everything we know. So we have a very transparent process. And that is starting with talking to our customers. Normally, if they have any questions, they'll ask us. Free, no obligation discussions. And most of them then ask for a quotation. So they'll say, we have a, um, uh, we are we're planning to do this in these countries. Here is our website. Here is our user manuals. We'd like them translated into these languages. And the next stage will be for us to do a quotation for the whole process. So what we'd like to do, a very transparent quote process so that what they see is what they pay. Mm. There's no hidden charges or... You, so everything has to be... Uh, crystal clear that that journey and sometimes that requires asking a lot of questions and yes. sometimes persuading persuading them not to do it what i mean by that is if a company is trying to introduce a product say into japan but they never sold in japan sometimes they say to us well let's have all our website in japanese and we say to them look dear customer we'd love to translate your complete website into Japanese. Yes, but do you really need the complete website into Japanese to mm. test your product? Because you may 
think that that product will sell, but it could maybe another product. Or you may say, well, this market isn't working for us. So we don't want to waste your money. So, yes. so we say, you know, what is fit for purpose? So we, are, we try to, and we always ask that question. What is it that you want to achieve by getting into another language? Once we understand that, we then tailor make our um, quotation and we'll present it to the customer in such a way that they have, if they have any questions, we'll answer them. So we try to make it as clear as possible and that the quote is fit for purpose. And we try, we try our best not to waste their money. Because we've seen examples of this happening, and and you know it's just just a crime. It's, it's, oh, it you you hit happen. the nail on the head. Yeah, I mean you were talking about it earlier. How businesses are making the same mistakes over and over again, and that's the same mistake that I see myself and I've made myself, where I spend all this time on this idea that I have on a product or service. I create the marketing material. I create the website. I create all these different things, and the one thing I didn't do was actually go to the market and see if anybody actually wants to buy it. And, I, and that's yeah, a bunch yeah. of wasted time. I'm just so secretive. I don't want to share any yeah, information yeah, with anybody yeah, else. Yeah, they yeah. might steal my idea. Nobody wants it in the first place, right? And that could have saved you a lot of time if you if you stepped back. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, Hernan. This is, you know, it's so easily done because, um, you know, one thing in international trade, you cannot base it on assumptions. It mm -hmm. has to be based on methodology. That's why I was saying that, you know, once I noticed that, that's why I decided to write my book. And by creating that methodology, is a five simple steps that anyone, any company can can adapt. And every stage stage needs to be looked at with with solid information. So decisions, okay, there's there's in business, you know, we we all know there's an element of risk. Nothing is guaranteed. Yes. Otherwise, everyone would be <laughs> running yeah, businesses. Easy win. Everybody hundreds and thousands of Steve Jobs. But that's not the case. You know that. I know that. So there's always an element of risk. But that risk should be based on solid data. Mm. It should be based on hard work and methodology so that there's no surprises. Some companies say, you know, we don't mind getting into uh, firefighting. Okay, great. You know, firefighting is necessary, but you can't have a strategy based on firefighting. That means yeah. firefighting means one thing to me. I love project management, but firefighting is, means one thing to me. One, it says one thing that there are lots of surprises. That's yeah, when we, you do firefighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you don't want to fight fires. You want a controlled fire. You don't know where the yes, burn is happening yes, yes. and where you know yeah. what the intensity is, and that you can put it out if you need to. You don't want a forest fire raging out of control. Absolutely. Let me, let's let's talk and, about and if it's fire. Yes, you'll fight it. I mean, you know, you're not yes. going to walk away from that. But but it shouldn't be a strategy based on firefighting. And right. some companies do that. They they are proud to say that. Yeah, yeah, we, we deal with it. You know, we're not afraid to... Okay, we, you know, you shouldn't, but that can't stop you doing your planning. Do yes. your planning and still, if there's fire, yeah, you have to firefight it. <laughs> you have to put it out. All right, speaking <laughs> of cool stuff, uh, you got anything to give away for us today? Me? I'm giving away free money. I know you're not giving away free money, but <laughs> valuable information is just like money. So what you got? Absolutely. It's spot on, Arnon, because, you know, information is everything. 
And um, what what I have is for your listeners is is that if they visit levant.team, they can download the free um, uh, ebook of my book. And um, and if they are based in the UK, we'll post the hard copy free of charge. And and there are also some other goodies that they can they can download totally free of charge. And the uh, the landing page is, is made uh, primarily for that purpose. So it's nice and easy to navigate. So they can get hold of all this information. I believe my colleagues also put it there uh, a 20 minute free consultation with me. So uh, uh, so there there are lots of goodies for for your listeners. Perfect. And it, ladies and gentlemen, it's scrolling across the bottom, Levent.team. All right, Levent, so check it out. Oh, last last little thing, just so I have it as a call to action for you. Say hello to my little friend. How do we get a hold of you? <laughs> well, I'm on LinkedIn. I mean, my name is not easy to forget. It's Levent Yildiz Gölen. So anybody searches me in, in LinkedIn, they'll find me straight away. And uh, Levent.team. If they visit that URL, they can get get hold of me. Twitter, my surname will will let them find me. Uh, yeah, so I'm very easy to find. All right, ladies and gents, you know what that means? It's my turn. Let's recap. I'm gonna make them an offer. He can't refuse. So let's make them an offer. All right, look. If you are in business and you're ready to go international, you just don't know what the next step's gonna be. You wanna make sure that your product or service is just as amazing as it is here at home, then you need to go to www.levent.team, uh, uh, www scrolling across the bottom of the screen right here, www.levent.team, and you're gonna find yourself a couple great goodies. First of all, you're gonna get a 20 minute consultation with Levent. Have a discussion about what it takes to go international, what you need to be in a situation where we're ready to take you to that next level. Plus, you get a copy of his book right there on the website, www.levent.team. That's L-E-V-E-N-T dot team. All right, Levent, there you go, man. One full episode of the Business Bros right there delivered where we create content that you can use to get more customers. So my question to you is, what was your experience like on the Business Bros podcast today? I had great fun, Hernan. It was like amazing. You know, I I was kind of a little nervous, um, you know, but it was total fun. I absolutely loved it. So thank you very much for making it so easy for me. Well, there we go. All right, ladies and gents, it's really what it comes down to. Look, you're in business. You need to make content. You just have to. And we love to help you make content that is going to be not only just a podcast, but literally you just watch this episode in post edit. You can now chop it up, turn it into a bunch of different content pieces for your social media or for your paid ads. And if you don't want to do it yourself, we're here to help. So one more time, if you're going to go global, you need some international help, you don't speak some of those foreign languages, make sure you go to www.levent.team and get that stuff squared away. And if you need help getting your uh, getting more customers, go to www.businessbros.biz. Levent, thank you very much for hopping on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you at the thank four o'clock hour. Peace. And we're out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. 
If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.